Hello and welcome to Last Week in Finance. Today is October 10th of 2021. We have a jam-packed episode, so let's get started right into it with the S&P 500 up almost 1%. Uh, right now the S&P is at 4,381 points. Uh, it was, it's been lagging. Uh, the month of September of 2021 has been the worst for the markets since March 2020. We all know why. And the thing is, uh, the market was bearish until Thursday. And apparently the market didn't get cut off of this thing with the government shutdown and more than later. And start rallying until Friday. So the market will keep the rally alive uh, starting next week. Let's see. Now the DXY, the US dollar index was flat, dead flat. It wasn't affected by anything, no international affairs, not the market. Right now the DXY is at 94 points. Gold slightly bearish for the week, uh, 0.23% down to be accurate. Uh, right now the ounce of gold is at $1,757. At this moment, uh, gold had a rally just after the COVID sellout on March 2020 and they reached the all-time high over $2,000 per ounce. And that reflation trade, that rally, that gold was supposed to leave, it was short-lived, and we are way down off the all-time high by then, a year ago. So what's happening with gold is stuck in neutral, we don't know, maybe gold is dead, nah, I'm just kidding. But the market is not buying this inflation thing regarding gold price. Now silver slightly up for the week 0.53% and right now the ounce of silver is at $22.69. Still silver I, I like actually the fundamentals for a higher price in silver maybe a $30, $40 per ounce. I'm not seeing on the market and maybe maybe both gold and silver can contract even further. Let's wait and see. Now Dr. Copper still with a huge year 1.66% for the week and actually it's been 40% year over year. So according to Copper everything is right on schedule. The reflation trade is going on and right now the pound of copper is at $4.28. Talking about commodities and reflation trade, we have the WTI, the crude oil, uh, 5% for the week here. Wow. So Saudi Arabia just got richer. Right now, the West Texas is at $79.59 per barrel. And actually, the brand price is 
already and more on that later. The 10-year treasury bond was up almost 15%. I mean, I'm talking crypto, crypto crazy movement for the 10-year treasury bond. Right now, the yield of the 10-year treasury bond is at 1.613%. And if this thing crater, it's over for the market. Let's start with a huge bear market if this trend on the 10-year yield of the treasury bond is still going high. That means it's a sellout on the bond market. Of course, Bitcoin with a huge movement again, almost 13%. Right now, Bitcoin is over $54,000. Ethereum, uh, slightly up for crypto prices, 6% for the week. And right now, Ethereum is shy of the $3,500 mark. Now, let's start with the news because we have a lot to cover on the financial news this week. Let's start with the the Kabuki Theater on the Congress. The US Senate voted to extend the debt ceiling by half a trillion dollars in order to avoid the government shutdown. Uh, What happened is that Mitch McConnell, you know, the Republican leader of at the Senate, uh, they cut a deal, they strike a deal with the Democrats on the Congress, and they're gonna they're gonna pass this bill. Already passed on the Senate, it's gonna pass through Congress, and we will expect the government to be funded in order to keep operating until the end of the year. So, not talk, I'm not going to talk more about that. I mean, it's always, always the same theatrical, the same shenanigans on Washington. Now, the big news uh, is the non-farm payroll report. The U.S. added 194,000 new jobs to the economy, way below the expectation that was half a million new jobs added to the economy last month. Still, it's not that bad as it seems because uh, the government withdrew 123,000 jobs. I mean, those jobs, uh, they were public jobs, government-funded jobs are out. Although the private sector added 317,000 new jobs. So that's good. We are losing this unproductive government, public, public offices, public jobs that don't contribute anything to the economy. And we have a lot of more private sector jobs. Leading the way, of course, is leisure and hospitality, 774,000 new jobs. And of course, professionals and businesses with 60,000 new jobs added to the economy. The unemployment rate, the official, the quote-unquote official U3 unemployment rate actually went down 
4.8%, it was previously at 5.1%. So, I guess that is good news. And the quote-unquote real unemployment rate, the U U6 unemployment rate, remember the U6 measures the uh, discouraged workers, people who are underemployed, and you know, people that actually the real, the real equation for the unemployment rate is at 8.5%, still trending down and close to the levels previous to the pandemic. So at the same token, we have to mention that there also has been a, an inflation, if you want to call it, not so transitory, on the wages. Year over year, the rise of wages has been 4.6%. So, mm, so much for transitory. And of course, I have to mention the jobless claims report for the week. It was 326,000 new jobless claims. Actually, it was slightly below the expectation of 345,000 and there were 35,000 less than previous week. That, that report was not good at all. Now I want to talk about this and I want to talk about the UK gas crisis. 70% of gas stations in England ran out of gasoline and that didn't end well. A lot of shortages, a lot of lines, a lot of riots because of that and it's not only a, there's a lot of going on the UK because it's the supply chain issue is COVID restrictions and of course you name it Brexit remember Brexit took effect on January 1st of this year and there is a lot of shortage of also labor we have a shortage of between 15,000 15, and 25,000 on the poultry and meat industry. Also, several thousand, several thousand shortages of employees on the truck driving industry. So, UK apparently ran out of truck drivers because they heavily rely upon migrant workers there right now legally can access the labor pool of the European Union because British want, wanted Brexit. I mean, they couldn't stand that a couple of Romanian people working on the UK and they voted for Brexit. And also they have Boris Johnson and well, you know, all the shenanigans with the Brexit. I, I don't want to relate that again. There is also a lot of, uh, there is a shortage of CO2 uh, that is very important to produce not only food in the food business, the food, pro food production, but also on the cement business. So there is a, also a shortage of construction materials. There's a shortage of many, many, many things on the UK. Also, the RBOB gasoline is, is being 10% up for the month on the UK. Also the brand said I was going to talk about it. It's around uh, over 
$2 per barrel. That marks a 13% month over month. And how is this going to end? I mean, eventually, it's they're going to figure it out. I mean, it's not like the, the Brits are idiots or anything. I mean, they are very capable to resolving this thing. The, the thing that bothers me with this thing, with the UK, with the Brexit and all this stuff, there is all of these things are self-inflicted wounds. Of course, they're not blaming, they're not blaming for COVID, but they have to blame with the Brexit, the way the Brexit was managed over the UK. It was a lot of pol <laughs> political stupidity with, I don't remember these women, uh, Theresa May, Jeremy Corbyn, David Cameron, now with Boris Johnson. And also, this thing, I mean, I, okay, I'm, I'm not going to mention Brexit again. But the thing is, get your shit together, UK. I mean, you're better than that. Uh, you're a very respectable country. I know they're dealing with Europe. Uh, the European Union is a pain in the rear end, but just suck it. Now you have to pay a lot more on tariff. We are going to get a lot more expensive things in in the UK. London is going to get really, really expensive. Like you have no idea how much on the next years. And of course, we have the supply chain thing. We have the inflation. Now we have the commodity super cycle in the next few years. So it's going to be tough. So suck it up right now. And well, I'm not, talk I'm not talking about real estate this week. You know, real estate is white hot, overpriced, both in the US, Canada. Australia, New Zealand, and basically any major economy right now. So I'm going to close with that thought. Uh, thank you for listening last week in finance. Uh, I hope you guys have a very good week. And we will see each other next Sunday. Bye-bye. Take care.